Hello and welcome to the Checkpoint Reach podcast. I'm your host Luke Owens. I'm joined by Matty and we're also joined by our special guest N7K. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. Not too bad. How are you guys doing? <laughs> doing well, doing well. We're glad to have you. We're, I reached out on social media. It's like, hey, you know, you're a Mass Effect, into your Mass Effect, so are we. I don't know what gave it away, really. <laughs> like N7K and I've got the helmet right behind me. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big is, it, is it wearable? Is it wearable yes, yes, it is. Didn't you yeah, have yeah, that yeah. mask? Yeah, yeah no, it's no, the no. Um, no. limited edition, collector's edition. It's got like it's really cool. It's got two lights. It's got like a paragon light, which is blue, and obviously a renegade light, which is red. And I I wore it for like the the start when I started streaming it, but it it fogs up really quickly. Oh, so I don't think it would be able to play the game wearing this. I don't think. I could but... not imagine trying to wear that and stream at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> that's it was, a, that's a good I think it lasted about five minutes, and then I was like, "Yeah, guys, I'm really struggling to breathe. I'm gonna have to take this off." But it's really Great. cool, and if you're wearing it with like, if you've got like an N7 like hoodie or anything, mm. it looks awesome. I just need them now to bring out the armor, so I have like the complete set. There you go. <laughs> That's it. That's all you're waiting for. Get that. And then, like you said, you've got a complete set. But yeah, yeah. we reached out because I was like, well, that's the perfect guest to bring on to talk about Mass Effect. And obviously, <laughs> Legendary Edition that recently came out. So um, before we do get started, if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Comment with your thoughts below on what we're going to cover. And also, if you are listening to us on any audio platforms, then leave us a nice review, pass on the pod. Again, that'll help the channel grow. So we really appreciate it. But as the title's probably given it away, we are here to discuss some Mass Effect and uh, yeah we, we, we're going to chat about things that we like about the series and why we got into it our favorite characters stuff like that but first I do want to start off strong with the Legendary Edition just want to get your thoughts Kate um, what do you think of it obviously you've played it quite a bit now so yeah I played about 27 hours into it I'm quite close to like the end like I just beat Vermeer like made the big choice there um and uh I'm absolutely loving it yeah I'm loving it it's been it's the the improvements the quality I wasn't I knew it was a remaster um but I wasn't expecting the extent of of the improvements and the quality of life improvements that they've they've put into the game um obviously the visuals are so much better than the original um because i i played the original like a couple of weeks ago for this series i was doing on the channel and like it was a bit it was hard like i had to like go on the pc like the modding community like for the pc original is amazing like some of the mods that they've done but playing the legendary edition like just the the graphics the textures are it just looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. I will say they like their lens flare a little bit too much. Yeah, um, no it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's like playing, you know, like the like uh, the Star uh, Star Trek movie like remake. Um, but yeah, but it's not just the the graphics. It's the the gunplay is so much better in in the original Mass Effect One. The weapons actually feel like weapons, yeah. and like and it feels like. The how good you are like you, you you kind of in the original it was a bit potluck whether you were going to do lots of damage or do very little damage it felt like it was like a dice roll you know like the kind of old dungeons and dragons sort of sort yeah. of game the probability um, see how it plays yeah, out yeah exactly but like in this it, it is actually you know if you do a headshot there is actually like headshot damage and and the weapons do feel very responsive so I've played it through multiple times, but it, it feels fresh. It feels mm. new. So for people that have played it a long time, um, it's great for them because it will be like you get to enjoy the amazing story and the amazing storytelling and characters, but now with 
gameplay actually, that's not painful exactly. <laughs> like it was in the original because the, um, the combat like when when you every time i think most people would probably agree the combat in one is was pretty poor um yeah. and that was one of the reasons like i would play it on the easy easiest difficulty i'd literally just try and get through that game because i enjoyed the story um mm-hmm. like most mass effect founders do um but the combat i just found unbearable and i i i mean i to be fair, it's a lot better on the Legendary Edition, for sure. Um, the the one gripe I still have is I hate the overheating. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever yeah. come, come over to you the side the, of the overheating. You prefer the clips, then, from Mass Effect 2 and 3? Yeah, okay. I'm a clip guy, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I just, yeah, I can't stand it. But, um, yeah, Matty, how about you, man? You've obviously, because last time we spoke on the podcast, you hadn't bought it. But I was haven't. on the fence, wasn't I? Yeah, uh, and now you've fallen yeah. over. <laughs> I've paid EA more money. Come to the dark side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you, you were right in saying that Mass Effect is, you know, the first game is essentially the the centerpiece of this remaster. You know, mm-hmm. because two and three were already well polished mm-hmm. games anyway. So uh, we yet to really play those, but I'm assuming that there's not going to be as many noticeable improvements just because of how poor Mass Effect one was, and from a combat standpoint, and bugs, and just general gameplay. And it's 2007. It's it's, it's positively a relic, especially in yeah. third-person shooter terms. At the time, you only really had sort of Gears of War that had even ventured into the third-person combat space. So to to try and... I, I feel like that game was in development for at least four or five years, probably on last-generation hardware before that. Mm. So it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of a... It, it's, it's a nice bit of a, a change to get such brilliant like gameplay in Mass Effect mm. 1, you know. And uh, definitely, like I said, definitely the centerpiece of the remaster. I'm really enjoying it so far. It is a night and day difference. So really is. It's going to be fun to play through the re- the rest of the game. And and just, I hadn't played Mass Effect for so long. <laughs> just just the music when I loaded oh, up the game. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> that title music. So this game. All of it. Yeah, I, I, like sometimes when I'm playing it, I just have to stop. It's like yes, this shit I have to kill, <laughs> but like it's like the music is amazing. Like I just played Vermeer, and the music in that is just incredible. And I had the soundtracks, obviously, so I listened to it a fair bit. But it's the memories if mm-hmm. you've played it before that come back. But the music is just incredible. Like in in all of them, I think in one, two, and three. I agree, actually. But, yeah. I like all the um, soundtracks. Um, I haven't obviously experienced two or three yet because I'm still playing through the first one on the Legendary Edition. So I haven't had that nostalgia hit off them two Mm. yet. But Mm. when I loaded up that um, Legendary Edition, obviously selected the first game and then got into that that title music. Oh, my God. I literally just sat there and I was just like, oh, I love it. I love it. I didn't even press start for like a good two minutes. (laughs) I was just sat there listening to it thinking, God, it takes me back. And I'm so glad that a lot of people are loving it as well. I feel like, in my personal opinion, um, Andromeda was all right, in in my opinion. I thought it was okay. Uh, the only problem it had was trying to live up, obviously, to the Mass Effect name and trilogy. So that was always going to be tough. And then it came out with its problems and stuff like that. So I'm really glad that the Legendary Editions come out and a lot of people are just enjoying it again. And the f- fan base community is kind of coming together just to celebrate it appreciate it once again and like my mm. said the very first one was does does feel outdated when you went back to it so to have this now so if you ever want to replay again you can just jump into this version of mass Effect one it's so good it's so good and like i don't know i i, I we spoke just very briefly off the pod and you were saying how you're trying to savor 
the moments. Yeah, going. not rush it. I'm kind of the same. I, yeah, I booked like a week and a half, like off of off of work, and I've been streaming it, like you know, for the community because I've got quite a large Mass Effect community, as you can imagine. Yeah. And like, and they've been like streaming every day, every day. And I'm like, no, no, I want to savor it, and 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 I want to do everything, like all the side missions, and and I I've done it a million times, but I still want to talk to everyone, and you know, even you know the Elcor and, and the Hanar, and yeah. like just all the random you know side missions and stuff. I, I want to do it all again and kind of take my time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's yeah, it's just such a great franchise, and and quite a few people have have sort of that have never played it before. Uh, I've been sort of jumping in, going, well, you know, what should I do? Any tips? Like, don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Don't go straight to the next story mission. Like, really talk to every. This is an RPG. Talk to everyone. And Mass Effect One has that more than the others. I think. Yeah, I think 100%. as the series went further on, it became a lot more action focused and even in two you know there were still great characters and great loyalty missions and side missions but mass effect one was a lot of the law building and learning about the different races and mm-hmm. learning about the different species and how they all interact and the history and stuff and that's the side of one i i absolutely fell in love with um and just loved yeah. so you know i've sort of said to people like yeah the gameplay is great the gameplay is brilliant but the story and the characters is is still where it's at and that's still there you know that is it's not changed that is still there mm-hmm. um but yeah i'm like you i'm like i i want i want to enjoy it and and sort of savor it um i'm honestly in between... so jealous you know of people you? Of, of people oh, who haven't played yeah. it and yeah, they're just like oh yeah i'm gonna play it now and i'm like oh you're so Me lucky. Don't know I know. The, don't know the For the pain. first time. The pain. Like, yeah. The pain of Mass Effect yeah. 1. We've earned it. We, we've earned our stripes, shall we say. Yeah. We earned yeah. our N7 stripes. <laughs> like playing the original back in 2007. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like it, it's been exciting for me like to see that. Like people that haven't played it, which is, which is why I've been covering it and obviously having that content because I was like, it's amazing. Like I want to help you as much as possible, so you get the full experience out of it and and really enjoy it. But it's been exciting to have people sort of tell me about their experiences, like what choices they've made and what if they're playing male ship or femme ship or you know, who they're going to romance or or anything like that. Um, and it's been kind of great because some people that played it like we did, like. You know, it's a long time ago, like 2007. It's a long time ago. That's so, weird. like, pe- people that played it, you know, back then they now have kids and they have their kids that are playing it. So, it's, it's like kind of, yeah. So, it's like kind of like next generation of like people playing it. And that's exciting. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So, I, and I love it. I think Mass Effect is, is, will be a timeless series. I think it will always have appeal. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter whether it's 10, 20, 30 years down the road it's it's that kind of series that you can always find something you know that you love or you're interested in because there's so much scope there so that's exciting i think and 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 it's done so well which makes me even more excited because you know hopefully again that's going to send that signal to ea (laughs) like no we you know we we don't want surprise mechanics you know we don't definitely don't we don't we want good single player like story experiences and all their big successes in the last kind of few years have been that like you know jedi fallen order star wars jedi fallen order Mm -hmm. you know the mass legendary edition um even star wars squadrons which was amazing um but yeah like so hopefully 
people are going to vote with their wallet, as in, we want yeah, more hopefully. story. Yeah. And it'd be exciting for them to maybe look at other franchises that they, they could remaster. Like if they went back and, I don't know, did. I think the big standout um, for me in that, even though it's going off topic, would be Dead Space. Oh, how, oh, you loved that, didn't you? That, that, I never played Dead Space. Space. The first two games yeah. are masterpieces. Like, really? I highly recommend. Yeah, they really are. They really are. If you're into survival horror, I know with survival horror, a lot of people aren't really into it. It's not for mm. everyone. So, mm. But if you are into survival horror, they're both really, really good games. And then Dead Space 3 kind of went down the route of you know trying to appeal to a broader audience by changing the gameplay massively and then sort of it was still okay, but one and two are where it's at. Not that I want to advocate giving EA more money, but you know. <laughs> They remastered Dead Space 1 But that's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I understand that completely. Because I'm I'm kind of like that too. Like, I will really look into everything first and be like, whether I choose to cover it or support it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there have been some good things that they've they've done. Like, um, It Takes Two, which was the, uh, just came out this year. We started playing that recently, yeah. Amazing. So incredible. I played it with, like, my partner. I played it with him and we had such a blast playing it. Like, it was so much fun. Um, we're, yeah, we're, me so. and Matty aren't partners, but we do we did play it together. <laughs> it's it's really funny if you're like in a relationship because it's like, oh my god, we really are these characters. So it was it was really really fun. Like, so they, they have done some good things, but yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you should totally vote with your wallet, and mm-hmm. uh, if there's something you don't agree with, like, it does have effect. I mean, look, we're going off on a tangent, but look at what happened with like you know Star Wars Battlefront two, mm-hmm. like, and and everything yeah, that was with massive, that, wasn't so. it? Yeah. Huge, I mean, the most downvoted Reddit post of history, whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, they did yeah. fix it. Yeah, I mean it's actually yeah. a pretty decent online game now. Yeah, it's in a yeah, good I did now. hear that. Yeah, I did hear that. that but it's, unfortunately, it's, it's like what yeah, five little, years, five years after it came <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, and I think sometimes first impressions do really stick with people. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes yeah. with a game, like you have one chance, like to. That was me with Andromeda. Never finished it. Mass yeah. Effect 1, 2, and 3, obviously. To me, Mass Effect 2 is probably up there with, if not my favourite game of all time. Completely agree. You know, very close. To I, to me, that was a perfect game. It just blended everything that I like about about gaming into, mm-hmm. into a perfect package for me. So I was really fond of the series, and Andromeda, I unfortunately played it on day one, you know, where the bugs were a lot more prevalent, and I just couldn't stomach it. I played it for like four or five hours, and I was like, no, what have you done? And then I, I do need to go back to it one day, but I have a similar sort of thought to Andromeda that I do with a lot of modern RPGs is that the things that made Mass Effect, you know, one, two and three great is that they were they were contained and they they were rich in mm. sort of story and content. It wasn't just a vast emptiness of nothing with nothing in it. What mm. I love about, you know, the, the, especially the first game even though it's sort of walled off and there aren't really that many playable areas, if you really like, you know, think about it, mm-hmm. there's there's so much to do in that, those areas. There, there's things to uncover. And, and, and all three of the games were like that. It, it did an amazing job of conveying a vast space, but also, you know, compressing it enough for it to be, you know, enjoyable for the entire 20 hours of the story. And Andromeda really lost that, you know, for me with, with just the massive open world, I kind of think that's what they thought Mass Effect fans wanted, but yeah, to me I, it wasn't. I think that's a problem with, and I agree with you actually, 100% wholeheartedly agree with you, because I think that is one of the big problems with open world games now, is sometimes it's quantity over quality. 
you know, and that sense of we have to provide, you know, filler or space in between, but it's not all good. And, and, and yeah, so sometimes now like RPGs now, like they, they have to be, like I'm playing Persona 5, which is a great RPG. Don't get me wrong. It's amazing. But I've put like 95 hours in it and like I'm barely 70% through it and and a lot of RPGs now like they're massive commitment like, they? like yeah they're so bloated and and uh you know and and not always for the best you mm-hmm. know and and I think yeah I think I think you're right I think Mass Effect does get that balance of great characters great storytelling but it's still linear mm-hmm. there is some yeah. degree of exploration there's more exploration in one than there was in two and three I would say I'd say two and three became a lot more linear, but I had no problem with that because the the story was told in such a great way. The characters were written so richly yeah. that you, I didn't miss that. <laughs> I yeah, didn't it need just draws that. you in to keep, you want to keep yeah. finding out, don't you? You want to keep yeah. learning more about that character or, or the story or where it's taking you. I do agree yeah. though um, with everything you both said then. Um, RPGs now and open world games, they just seem to be bigger and bigger, more bloated and it's just, bit off-putting because i prefer linear story games and um, when it mm. came to mass effect i do feel like they did get the blend right because to be fair like you said Marty, it, it they do a good job of making it seem vast but com- but it is compressed at the same time like if i wanted to just play mass effect as a linear just care about the story i'll do that you can but yeah i'm finding out on the legendary edition now like i am literally going everywhere like mm-hmm. on the map in any part of the game i'm in just to see and talk to different, you know, creatures, animals, uh, species, whatever, um, just to find out little bits about the game because I'm investing it. But I know as well that if I recommend it to certain friends, I could just be like, no, you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it because you can literally, if you want to play that story, you finish work and you think, I want a good story, you mm. can put that on and you'll be fine. And then, because like one of the um, games that springs to mind, uh, uh, we mentioned him quite a bit, the Parry Bros who we've had on in the past, but like, one of them played uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, said he'd finish work, and he's just like, I like it, but I've put in so many hours, yeah, and every time I, I finish work... That is huge. Yeah, and yeah. I think, oh, I'll make a dent in it. I've played yeah. an hour of it, and I'm like, I've done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so it is true. I feel like it. You know, modern RPGs, they are maybe going too far that way, so... Yeah. To get the legendary it's to edition grind, is nice. Isn't it? It's having to grind to get to the story. I think mm-hmm. that's the main differentiation. You know, I don't mind a game that has a hundred hours worth of content if I can complete the main story in twenty hours. Because mm-hmm. then that hundred hours of content is additional content. You know, it's not three, four, five hours of really grindy, boring quests or side missions or fetch quests or whatever it, it'll be just to then get to the story. It's like, well, I yeah. wanted to be at the story five hours ago. Yeah, and it's almost sometimes with um, now with RPGs as well, they they level gate things, like the yeah. the level gate elements of the story. So it's like you have to be a particular level to be yeah. able to to progress to that part of the story because the enemies are going to be more challenging, um, or you know you are almost punished to a degree, like if if you don't you know grind a little. Um, so I like having the choice because there will be people that are just in it for the story, and that's cool because it's mm-hmm. an amazing story. But there are people that will want to just do everything you know that that are you know collectors and collector they want to cover every part of that map and 100 yeah. percent the game and platinum you know and those sorts of those sorts of gamers as well so I, I like the fact that there is that that freedom and and that choice um yeah mass effect is it, it's my favorite 
I mean, it's my favorite franchise of of all time. Um, and I'm a huge RPG gamer. Like, you know, I've played them all probably. <laughs> um, and I've been playing like a long time. Like, I mean, I started gaming. I think my first console was like Commodore 64, like oh, nice. really old. <laughs> yeah, and then like Mega Drive and GameCube and everything. So, so I've been gaming for a long time. But Mass Effect was the first time when it all clicked for me and and it was the first time i kind of saw games as like like an art form like like just they can just sweep you up into this world and it, this sense of escape and just you're somewhere completely different and and it was just re- it's, i don't know what it was but it was just the writing and i love sci-fi so i was going to ask that. what what was it yeah. that drew you in initially so it was just your love for sci-fi so you're like oh, yeah I, I think it's yeah i think i think obviously the sci-fi setting is incredibly cool like that first time when you you arrive at the citadel and that yeah. scene and that music yeah. and so it starts off very small you know with just the human crew and it's very small and then you get on the citadel and it just opens up and then it's like oh my god like the possibilities you know all these different species and it was just so smartly written um and there was just so much heart to it as well you know with all the different you know the different lore and the characters and and i love the fact that it's a, with the trilogy that it that it's you get to see these characters like develop mm-hmm. like not only you as yeah. shepherd and the choices that you make and those having very very real consequences and getting to see that across the trilogy and feeling like you're having a say in the story it's very cleverly done but then you get these characters and you get to see them develop and you see them have relationships and ups and downs and dark and light and you know and i just yeah i, I think it's just the characters more than anything yeah. you know that's that's what i fell in love with and, and the storytelling the, yeah and and the fact the few, like sorry go ahead sorry no, <laughs> and, and the fact like um one of the things I think sometimes with game franchises at the moment and a lot of writers is they play it too safe. Like they want to appeal to everyone. Mm. So sometimes they don't cover topics that, that too might, scary, maybe. Yeah. You know, so whereas like this was just a time of just good storytelling for good storytelling's sake. You know what I mean? And and like the story makes sense because that's how it progresses. And and there's all different themes obviously in it and you can read more into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's just everything, just the writing and the characters and the music and the voice acting. Like I must admit, when- it's one of the games that I think I pretty much like every character. There's, very few that I think, eh, I don't really like them. I mean, me and Matty recently did a Gears of War uh, oh, yeah, right. character list, and uh, it turned out that we put a lot of them in the C tier, <laughs> which wouldn't happen with uh, Mass Effect, that's for sure. Um, yeah, a stronger character list, and then, you know, they're, they're, more, they're more fleshed out. They've all got their own backstory. Mm. I mean, I was I was thinking then when when you were talking about the characters and their development over the story. I mean, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't played three, but yeah. <laughs> to just at the end, at the end, no, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. If you forget, if you forget to upgrade your ship, they all get hit on the head by by a little. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just a few. Yeah, yeah, that suicide mission. Yeah, you have to make sure you do everything. Let's just say if you don't want people to die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so many times when people have reloaded saves, <laughs> like play back through. That's the like, first thing I did. Yeah, I did it on the um, second one because uh, I actually lost Garrus. And I was like, <gasps> no oh my God. way. When that door was closing and he got shot, and I was like, I'll be all right. And it turned out he died. I was like, right, reload that. I'm not losing him. 
<laughs> but to be yeah. fair, I wanted as well to ask Matt, like, what was um, that drew you in then to Mass Effect when we were a lot younger? Oh, well, I was just, uh, I was trying to find any games to play back in 2007 because mm. I was a OG 360 adopter. So I picked it up on the day it came out, you know. I'd obviously, the weird thing was, I wasn't really familiar with Bioware before Mass Effect in the fact that I knew what games they made, but I never had an original Xbox. You know, mm. you had an original Xbox and were raving about Knights of the Old Republic. Nice. So as soon as I saw that it was Bioware, I was like, well, I'll give it a chance. And then uh, uh, like two, three hours into the game, I was like, yeah, this is uh, this is for me. <laughs> the combat's awful, but the story's incredible. And we're both Star Wars fans as well, aren't we? Like you touched yeah. on the Knights of the Old Republic and stuff. Yeah. So sci-fi is such a brilliant genre for gaming. You know, it, it gives you the creative license to, to pretty much do what you want, I guess. Yeah, so 100%. It, it, really, it really fits in. And it, it was brave of them to make a new IP. Um, and, it, and it really, really worked, really paid off for them. Yeah, which I'm happy about. You know, it's weird, though, because um, obviously I, so I, I probably would have been championing it. Like, oh, my God, it's Bioware. You've got to play this. Um, I love Knights of Republic, like you said. I remember when I first played Mass Effect, though, <laughs> I, I feel embarrassed now. I I didn't like it. I don't know <laughs> why. Not? No, I really? honestly... Can't, it just didn't I, click. Yeah, I can't remember why my reasons were <laughs> as a teenager, but I was just like, nah, I'm not playing that. I'd give up. And I remember it was first year of uni I was in. So that's like 2010, 11, something like that. And um, a friend of the show, Sud, who's also a big co-host and stuff like that, he was like, Luke, you have to play these games. You just have to. They're great. And I was like, nah, I'm in an orange. And, and then I got to a point I had nothing to play. And he persuaded me. He was like, mate, buy them, buy them. And I was like, okay. And I still thank him to this day. I'm so glad he did. <laughs> I, I absolutely loved them. I just yeah. I got got into it. And I thought to myself, how did I not like this game? It's got everything that I like too, you know, your sci-fi elements and fantasy and just, you know, different ga- as planets and galaxies. And it's like, oh my God, there's so much lore and stuff to learn about. And it's so, I think like you touched on, Kate, like it's just escapism as well, isn't it? It's like something it's completely like, different. Like Mass Effect for me is like more Star Trek than Star Wars. So it's it's that kind of Star Trek vibes from it. You know, honest. that kind of exploration and the, the different and the 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 hope. The focus on the crew. Yeah, and the crew and then and then like the different species like working together and and the posi- you know, the positive, more positive there are definitely some bad things that do happen in it, obviously. Yeah. It's the Reapers, you know. But yeah, it definitely felt more like more Star Trek than 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 Star Wars. Um but for me, like the actually, I ended. I didn't play Mass Effect One when it came out in two thousand and seven. Um, I I've played Knights of the Old Republic, like, and I played Jade Empire, which oh, yeah, was the yeah, other yeah. one. I played that as well from Bioware, though I had never finished both of them. Which is now it's making me want to go back, but I'm kind of a bit scared of going back. Hundred percent, go back tonight. Really, really, because like, I'm like, will it will it hold up? Yeah, like, and they are making a remake, is what I heard of of Knights of the Old Republic. It's not by yeah, where it's rumored heavily for, it's a, another, for a while. So fingers yeah, crossed. Then. Fingers yeah, me crossed. too. Because if they remake it, I am I am there day one, absolutely. <laughs> um, but it was actually through a friend. So, like, it was when Mass Effect Two came out back in two thousand and ten. I, I at the time I was um, I lived lived in Japan for about four years teaching English out there, and I was actually nice. with one of my um, Canadian friends that was there, and I didn't have an Xbox three hundred and sixty um, or anything. So I was, he was like, right, come over. Um, 
I've got just got Mass Effect 2. I'm going to start it tonight, and I want you to just come over and hang out and watch it. So I went over, no idea what this this was, this game, and he's obviously turned it on, done his, you know, his shepherd and everything, started the game. And I'm not going to say what happens at the beginning because obviously spoilers, but he flipped out, <laughs> like completely <laughs> flipped out. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> like, and I was like, wow. Like to see someone react that way, like you could tell it was a game obviously he was very passionate about. And I'm like, what, 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 what's going on? Like, okay, yeah, it's, it's no, no, you don't understand. And he <laughs> properly flipped out. And I'm like, I have to check this series out. A series that can make someone react that way. And actually care. It's- yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be <laughs> worth a look at. So I think the next day I like was like, right, I've got enough money, right? Let's go to like, you know, the nearest sort of like Den Den Town, which is like the nearest kind of Akihabara. Mm. I've got an Xbox three sixty, got wow. Mass Effect One and Mass Effect Two. And you bought an Xbox three sixty in Japan. Sorry to yeah. be there, but you must have been the only person to to buy one in the whole country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a very, very small section. <laughs> like it was tiny, <laughs> tiny, tiny section. Um, but it was like really cool little section because you could actually get like foreign imported games and stuff. So it was in English, thankfully. Otherwise, oh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have got as into it. Um, but yeah, I bought that, went home and just played it and just couldn't put it down. And I went straight from one to two. And then after finishing two, I'm like, oh my God, where is three? Like, and then yeah. I was still there when three came out. And I got it like I ordered it like online, I think from Amazon, I forget. Um, it was like the collector's edition, which came like with a, like N7 patch and different things nice. and stuff. And I just remember this really cute old Japanese guy on a bicycle just delivering <laughs> like the day before my birthday, which was like March the 6th and like just loved it. Utterly Brilliant loved it. timing and as I, well then. <laughs> yeah. And I've been just a massive fan ever since. And then every other friend have been like, you have to play this series. Like it's amazing. Pretty and, much the same with us. Yeah. I think we recommend it to most people who haven't played it to be fair, aren't we, Matt? I tell you what though, that that jump from one to two is Huge. wow, so good. Yeah. I just remember it because I remember Matt, you told me, yeah, you told yeah, me because yeah. you were like, mate, honestly, get through the first combat because I was probably complaining at the time to you, and you were like, trust me, the second one is like another level, and yeah, completely it's, right, uh, yeah, they completely changed it, didn't they? Like, and the powers and the simplifying things, you know, the shortcuts. Yeah. Oh, the shortcuts. To your powers and then the shortcuts for your for your teammates to your powers just yeah. made things so much so much easier um yeah so i, mean, I am i'm intrigued to see how they improve two and three yeah. like i haven't got to that point yet but i'm very interested to see like what improvements they do put in it if it's just a graphical fidelity thing or if it is legitimately they've put some things in there mm. um because the, yeah. the gameplay was still pretty good but it'll be interesting to see it will I'm yeah. worried with how much they change too. Are you? Um, like, don't, uh, yeah. don't leave it. It's it's like, don't don't, Keep don't it as change it. it all. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I'm kind of like that too. Like, because I'm like, it's perfect. But but then that sometimes I think that's like my my rose tinted glasses. It's more the memory of playing it for the first time. Um, like remastering Empire Strikes Back. It's like I can't. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, can't no, change anything. That. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't need any tweaks. Oh my god. <laughs> you imagine twitter <laughs> be just oh absolute, wow it would be awful it would be so bad outside disney yeah. just people camping out overnight um no yeah so but i am i am curious i'm more interested in like how 
fluid it feels with the frame rate improvements and things. Mm-hmm. I'm quite interested to see that. Um, and yeah, so we'll we'll have to sort of see. But yeah, I'm also. Is the planet scanning still the same? I hope they've made that easier. Because I remember that being a no thing idea. I didn't like in Mass Effect Two, with no. the except for the Uranus um, little head up there, which was hilarious. <laughs> what you do. Um, but yeah, I think the planet scanning was probably the worst part of it. But mm. everything else was just the loyalty missions were just. Oh, I loved ah, them. Yeah. yeah, that was so one good. of the few things I. Um, like always go back to always got enjoyment out of i mean i don't know why i said a few things there's loads of things i get enjoyment about but like the top end of my enjoyment um and to be fair every time i've gone back to two i i've i mean again this like you touched on might be rose tinted glasses but i've never felt it felt outdated Mm. every time i was playing i was just like i just feel so good to be back in this universe um but like i'll ask you both now then I, i i already know your answer though Marty. to be fair but I'll let you give your reason why. But uh, favorite Mass Effect out of the trilogy? Who? Yeah, it's definitely two. Oh, definitely. Board, most people, it's two. two. Yeah, I, I think yeah. for one, it was for the initial law building in the world, obviously. Um, but two has got it all. It's it's got amazing gameplay um, segments. Um, music's amazing. The characters are though where it's at and. The, story and everything and how it just ups the stakes and stuff um yeah and then the dlc is fab as well like all the i've not played it oh you haven't played the dlc now's your chance now is my chance yes now is your chance because you got all 40 of them in there oh yeah the dlc in in two is incredible because you have like the dlc characters kasumi and obviously zaid kasumi's amazing she's incredible uh zaid's okay he's okay he's funny he has his south african guy yeah yeah, 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 yeah. The the tough guy, um, the mercenary basically. He's a hired yeah. mercenary. Uh, do anything for money effectively. But um, the DLC is incredible. Like like uh, Overlord and Arrival, which is great. You should definitely play that after finishing the game. Right, Lair of the okay. Shadow Broker is like one of my favorite DLCs of the entire That's trilogy. Good. It's incredible. Did you play it? Really good. Yeah, yeah. I hundred percent in Mass Effect too. Yeah. I literally, and then just never never touched it again. <laughs> just wrapped it in polythene. Just played it like just, the one time. Just, Did you just ever put, re- it, put it on a shrine? No, <laughs> I, I've played shrine. multiple like playthroughs. You chucked it then. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it multiple pristine. playthroughs to get <laughs> the hundred percent, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I'd hundred percented it, I've not touched it for right. how, how many years is that? At least a decade. Yeah, mm. ten, ten plus years. So yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant going back to play it, but yeah, going back to the question, Mass Effect Two is the best by miles. Like Mass Effect Three really let itself down without going into the obvious spoilers in the last third of the game it was yeah. really poor it was nah. doing so well up until that moment <laughs> i want to ask your opinions on it though we, we this is going to be spoiler then for mass effect 3 and the ending of the trilogy so you are warned here um because i do want to get your opinions because mm-hmm. i and well, what we chose <laughs> yeah what you chose and, and what you thought. Mm, okay so up until the ending i was like, I loved the story. I loved the resolution of the genophage and the, the Geth and what they did with the Geth and the Quarians was fab. And then the final bit where you, you know, if you've done it all right and you play the multiplayer yeah. and 100%, you know, you, you turn up and it's like, oh, it's got to be epic. But, yeah, once you get to the the freaking godchild, like, 
just that's yeah. what they call it the godchild yeah obviously you've got the MacGuffin of of the you know the catalyst <laughs> and everything it is a MacGuffin. that's what it is it's like well how else are we going to take on the reapers yeah like they're fucking huge but like that the ending annoys me so much <laughs> i was lit legitimately actually it's what inspired me to make my channel really the ending mm. Yeah, because pure, pure frustration. Just it was just like talking to everybody about it, and obviously yeah. what was going on. And then I think afterwards, obviously there was the indoctrination theory that came out, and all the theories surrounding. Oh, it was, pe that. It was people really, really desperate to try and sense out, out of this. Yeah. And and yeah, there was just a lot of inconsistencies, like with like you know joker would never do that and that's just mm -hmm. stupid your shepherd would never say that and and just forgetting like you know forgetting everything that we've done it just felt like it was written by someone obviously as we know completely different that hadn't done any of the the writing previously it just felt rushed i think was the I problem they, with I it i think they just ran out of resources i i think at that point in the game they'd Mass Effect had always had the illusion that you were making meaningful, meaningful choices throughout mm. one, two, and then when it got to the end, it was like, okay, well, if we actually have to make like ten different endings, depending on what choices you've made, then we're not going to be able to make the game. So, that, but the decision to just make just a binary sort of yeah. choose option one, two, or three. This is your yeah, ending like the, with the no, no even indicate. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah. You didn't even have any indication in which option was which. I was yeah, just like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> different <laughs> colours though. What was that? <laughs> well, that's it. it just and and the final, the laziness of it. I think it was with the final. You know, the final scenes are the same, just with slightly tweaks. Yep. Like yeah. of the the red, blue, and, and green, and and I, it, I obviously I ch I chose red. I chose destroy. It was same. The only choice for me because it was like, well, control is clearly this is totally spoiler by the way, spoiler territory, <laughs> obviously. But control was obviously what you know the elusive man wanted. Well, he's a bad guy. I'm not going to mm -hmm. pick the choice that he won. And synthesis is actually what Siren wanted in in the original you know Mass Effect, which was for synthetics and organics to coexist and sort of yeah. become one so i was like no it's a trick it's a trick it's a trick <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i only chose destroy but then you kind of get robbed because you get like a breathing scene but you don't get to see yeah. it was like by where i felt that they couldn't give a happy ending like you know if yeah. you've done all the right stuff and you've been paragon and you hadn't made stupid choices and you've done this and you and it's like come on now guys like it's okay to have one yeah. ending yeah. that's happy yeah, yeah, because all the choices that you had made had had consequences up to that point. You know, you got to see that throughout the game. So I think them choosing a single linear ending and how good your ending gets and how good the epilogue is depends on the choices that you made. That would have been fine. Agreed. No, they I, should I, have had one ending. They should have had one ending yeah. and left it open. We've we've discussed this actually on the last video when we we're talking to Ge about Gears of War. Um, you know, the first. Th three gears of war at the end of the third gears felt like the time to end the series felt about right i don't think mass effect 3 felt like the time to end the series people weren't ready for it to just disappear mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i feel like if they'd left it more open-ended it would have given them a lot more to play with in this new trilogy that they're making especially with you know andromeda's had to pretty much start again and, yep. and people didn't really like it it's like you've invested so much into this universe it? Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be in a different universe. I, I want to be in the same universe that I was last in. It oh. didn't feel ready to. It didn't feel like it was ready to end with three. Put it that way. Well, with the ending of three, though, Matt, what was your choice? I honestly, like, I can't even remember. 
<laughs> literally can't even remember. Okay. That's how, how uninterested wow. I was at the end. I, I yeah. think I was just so furious. At the, at the time, I used to get a lot more angry with games. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just got to the, I, I got and just saw three sort of generic endings and I was like, half my crew had died in the suicide mission without me even knowing what to wow. do. And then it was just like, yeah, I, whatever. I'm just going to pick anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I did go for destroy because I, I seem to remember the, the ending being, you know, related to that. But it was just based on pure randomness. It could have been anything. You might as well just thrown a dice at that point. Yeah, that was the disappointing thing though, wasn't it? Such a, yeah. It felt let, like a letdown. I remember yeah, though, um, I, I was kind of pre-warned. Everyone, but yeah, yeah it, it was going to be hard. Um, I was pre-warned though by the guys because they'd already played it before me. Like they didn't ruin anything, but they're just like, yeah, we didn't like the ending. And I was so when I'm going into <laughs> it, I'm like, oh my god. And when I did complete it, I I went destroy as well because to me it just felt like the right thing to do. It was what the whole point of the journey was was to destroy yeah. the Reapers and get rid. Um, so when I got to that point and I did destroy, even though it was the ending I wanted to do, I was just a bit like, yeah, but this isn't, doesn't satisfy me. I Ooh. feel like I'm just, I don't know. I, I think it's not even meh because I, I think I was pretty disappointed slash angry because I was just like, oh my God, all that for that. Yeah, I felt like they needed another act. Yeah. Like like they needed another, like a post Reaper kind of act where you actually get to see like the consequences and how the galaxy is going to rebuild and and what's been learned from it kind of thing. I think that would have been good. Mm. Um, possibly. And you could have still had Shepard going around with a Normandy and you're a Spectre at the end of the day. So so going around yeah. and putting out little fires and, and going to different planets and sort of seeing, and that would have still left it open. Yeah, um, They could have even done that in a game afterwards. 100%. You know, and people probably would have still, still done it. But yeah, I, th I think, I mean, obviously there's the rumours that there was going to be a different ending, obviously, and the main guy that wrote for one and two wasn't around for three, Car Drew yeah. Carpisham. Um, yeah. And there, obviously there are the rumours about the, the ending would be a bit different and some, you know, because it, it was like, there were things that happened in two that were never mentioned in three, like the human reaper and, and everything, obviously, you know, that happens at the end of two. And you're like, where the hell's that? <laughs> like yeah. kind of thing. Um, and like that was all going to be tied in, which is really fascinating when you read about it and you're like, okay um yeah i think bioware just i mean for the i am excited for the next mass effect i do want to see where they're going to go with it and and obviously there are heavy hints that potentially liara is going to be in it um obviously with the teaser trailer and everything um but how far in the future it's going to be because yeah, asari lived to be like a thousand years old yeah. right so maybe we'll have still have rex rex granddaddy rex can you imagine that <laughs> that would be awesome granddaddy rex with like 200 croaking children or <laughs> something stupid <laughs> like that probably 2000 knowing rex but like yeah so it's it's kind of a little bit like yeah you've kind of written yourself into a corner and where are you gonna go and are you just gonna drop Andromeda like a hot potato and pretend it never existed because I think they will to, you know do you think so I, I mean to, to a degree Andromeda I, I'm like you you know with Andromeda I'm, I'm like yeah it wasn't as good as the trilogy but it was never going to stand up to the trilogy because that that was something different and mm -hmm. special and it was a one game yeah. you know the trilogy had it had you know, three games to, to, to fully develop story. Yeah. Yeah, that story and those characters. And it's over the three games mm -hmm. that you became really attached to the world and the characters and, and everything. So I feel like Andromeda should have, you know, could have 
gotten better <laughs> by the end of, honestly um, by the end of andromeda i was like oh i'd like to see where the story goes but obviously the story gets more interesting <laughs> i will say that because you played like four hours did you say of, of the beginning yeah. of it so really at the beginning of it it does get better it does get better um as you I play agree. through the story but but yeah i mean the crew i mean like yeah there are some of the crew like vetra and drac that like are really cool pb's cool not very non sorry like very cool but rider is a main yeah, like just didn't boring compared to Shepard. Yeah, that's right? the problem, like, how do you live up to Commander Shepard? Like, yeah. like it's a bit difficult. I mean, you're a badass N seven. Like, how do you? So I feel like maybe choosing the two, the you know, the boy or the girl kind of thing was was um, I don't know. Hmm. So, but maybe you, you know, who knows? But I feel like they though. I honestly, I feel like Andromeda suffered two times. To, uh, one obviously living off the coming off the trilogy and, and yeah. people expecting it to be like this massive epic hit and and then obviously it came out and there was bugs and stuff so people already popped by that but i think as well in my opinion i mean obviously it could be totally wrong but i really felt like because the fan base was so upset with how the third one ended to then get a game where it was just like, yeah, we're not going to really answer that, by the way. We're going to a completely different galaxy, so we don't have to worry about that. And then you, yeah. a lot of people are like, what? No, that's a cop out. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going along with that. I yeah, they did that like a little though. Easter egg, didn't they? With you respect I respect that decision to to try and bring it into a new era. I just think it didn't really hit. Like hmm. the, the problem that you've got now is that they're caught between a rock and a hard place because they've essentially we're in familiar te territory with star wars it feels like star wars all over again eldon in the way that you know again spoiler alert the emperor comes back mm. but the emperor is dead and they've hinted at the reapers coming back but it's like no the whole point of the trilogy was to stop the reapers yeah. and now they're back it's just like well you're basically saying that my entire first journey was pointless mm -hmm. <laughs> in, in a way so it's like i really hope that's been hinted at in the trailer. Obviously, you hear a Reaper in the trailer, mm -hmm. so I'm assuming that they're coming back in some way or, or form. I'm um, hoping but, it's just like yeah. a callback to nostalgia on the trailer. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so, because some, sometimes it's not always good. And I, even as a developer, and I've covered this, I've talked about this myself many times, that, yeah, the community might want that, fans might want that but that might not necessarily be what is the best thing for the franchise mm -hmm. and for the story and for the story that you want to tell in today it's your game you're developing it tell the story you want to tell yes you want to please people but there is a degree where you can do that too much mm -hmm. agreed you know yeah. that that it's a case of it it's actually detrimental like like what you said with the emperor in like star wars and it's like they did that because they thought oh people are like that and and it'll get people you know hyped or whatever and so I kind of want something new, like, yeah. but some familiarity. You want some things familiar, obviously, the races and things like that. But I liked like some of the new races, like the the Angorans in in um, is it the Angorans in Mass Effect Andromeda, like the yeah yeah. Angorans. I can't remember the name and off the top of my head. I liked them. I thought they were really interesting. I actually thought that Andromeda, the the main issue it had with the story is it it actually tr it, in effect. It, it played it too safe because mm. the cat are basically the reapers <laughs> sort of um you know it's got the same themes and the same, the same beats storylines the same story beats you know yeah. the ai versus organics and blah 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 and it's, it's the same kind of kind of story beats and stuff so it was just like do something different you yeah, know you're taking and, us and to a whole new galaxy so you <laughs> 
Yeah, doing something totally out, out of out of the you know out of left field that we don't see coming. So I, f- I feel like yeah, it was a bit yeah, a little bit like what um, you know again to go into Star Wars, but Force Awakens, Star Wars mm. Force Awakens was that. Very it was a new a new hope. Every story beat was effectively a new hope, you know. It's just the Death Star was a bloody planet, you know, See, instead of an actual space station. Going but... off on the tangent, I felt like with Star Wars because of people not liking the prequels, and funny enough, now they a lot of people have changed their mind on that. But they thought, oh well, we'll do Force Awakens because we want to bring the trilogy safely back into good, the good books. And I, th- I feel like they set it up okay enough, where it's like. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see where this goes. Okay, and I think yeah, like I feel like Andromeda maybe thought thought kind of similar. Okay, yeah. if we play a little bit safe, so they can they got some sort of feeling like oh, I've kind of experienced this before, but I like it because I like the first one. But it just didn't hit as well, did it? And obviously, mm. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, it looks like in my opinion, I think Andromeda's done. I don't know. If, I don't think they're gonna harken back to it at all. It's quite interesting actually, because because obviously people have been playing through the Mass Effect Legendary playing obviously one two, three again and i've had a few people because obviously you know people in the comments and 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 stuff going do you know what i might give andromeda another go mm-hmm. like after playing one two and three and actually see if it's better you know with all the bugs fixed and all yeah. the glitches and actually give that story another chance that could um, be you, because, because the yeah, gameplay maybe. the gameplay is actually really fun in andromeda Agreed, i mean yeah. the, the 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 flexibility the jetpack and the flexibility with your powers and the gameplay is fab and the gunplay is great. You know, it's it's really good. Um, so it'd be interesting. And I'm I'm actually considering once I've finished the the trilogy, God knows how long that's gonna take me to do, because I also am like playing Biomutant from tomorrow, so it's like utterly insane. Yeah, it's like God damn it, turn on the time in the day. But like, yeah, so I'm I'm actually considering going and checking out Andromeda again and and playing through Andromeda and giving it another chance, you know, before uh, well, I didn't hate it, you know what I mean, and yeah. and I think it got a, a meme to hell, obviously. But it, it, a lot of the criticism was overly harsh, I think, mm. um, with with that game franchise. Um, I agree. I agree. I, I think it was okay. I didn't hate it. I, I, I didn't yeah. hate it, even though I'd only played it for five hours. It wasn't yeah. the fact that I was oh, obviously had a, a sort of sour taste in my mouth from Mass Effect 3 so I was like right well here's your chance to uh, to give me Mass Effect again and then <laughs> you know like four or five hours in I'd seen so many glitches and just just threw you out of it yeah lackluster and I was just like no I don't want to do it to myself I'm not mm. not going to commit the 50 to 100 hours to complete this game just to be disappointed you know so I honestly though Mark, I, once you complete the legendary edition I think you should give it a try um, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's on obviously EA Access, whatever it's called, that comes with Game Pass now, so you can yeah. pretty much yeah, yeah, sure yeah that Game that Pass sure now is buy for money. It's incredible because yeah. um, um, I'm I'm playing mine on PC at the moment, Legendary Edition, but yes. I don't have Andromeda on PC. I think I have it on PS4. Did it come out on? Yeah, it yeah. did, didn't it? It was yeah, it current gen. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, but I might get it on PC possibly, just so I can keep them all on on one one platform. But I, I'm playing Legendary Edition on PC at the moment, and I'm playing with a controller because I don't do keyboard and mouse for third person shooters and things like that. Um, but I'm yeah, I'm enjoying it, and I haven't had I've had the odd bug with it, like in terms of like guns. I had like one scene was like. Gareth, where is your weapon? Did you leave it on the Normandy? <laughs> like, where is your gun? 
Um, so I've had the odd really funny bug where like they clearly stood there and should be holding and what should be a sniper rifle but doesn't have anything in his, in his hands, hands whatever. Um, but other than that, nothing majorly sort of game breaking or, or really no. bad. It's been quite stable and the frame rate has been great. Oh, mm-hmm. the frame rate's been so good. I don't think the, um, uh, the bugs are ex- ex- um, sort of exclusive to PC anyway. Like yeah. the... I've had a few bugs in in the Series X version, so and again, weirdly, I'm playing at 120 FPS, which is bizarre. So yeah. it's the only it's console that's that that on and at 120 FPS. FPS. Wow. It's literally probably five, six times the amount of FPS I've got on the 360. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 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 very uh, I'm very doubtful that Mass Effect One ever even hit 30 FPS on the original Xbox. Mm, I don't think it did. Probably no. Not. No. No, I'm looking forward to like two and three, especially because that's when you, if you're using your powers, especially three when you've got your yeah. power combos and stuff, mm-hmm. like cool. that frame rate is going to be amazing because you'll be able to use them a lot quicker and a lot more fluid and stuff. So that should make for some really fun gameplay. But I'm not looking forward to Banshees. I'm really not looking forward to Banshees. Like I still get nightmares. <laughs> no, um, it's that scream. <laughs> yeah, save, save for those um, moments and the delay that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking forward to playing two and three and just seeing how it's improved. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, before we do go though, uh, I do want to ask about characters quickly. Uh, I wanted to get your opinions on the favorite, uh, your favorite characters in the franchise. I know it's a difficult one, but yeah, that's the hard. Keepers. The, the keepers, keepers. <laughs> because of the mystery. Yeah, the intrigue. They're so efficient. They're so efficient. They do their job so well. <laughs> yeah. Why is the Citadel, you know, such a free, liberal place? Got slaves working for them, you know. That's the biggest mystery. <laughs> Didn't they say that um they just turned up and they were there already though? <laughs> Yeah, apparently. Yeah, they when they there. arrived, they were there from when the Citadel was first discovered. I think by the Asari were the first ones that yeah, discovered I think it. it was but, but yeah, no one quite knows where they come from or where they go. No. And it's, if, if you try to take a picture or scan them or something, they just disappear or something or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and you get told off you're not allowed to scan or whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, who, who would be your favorite um, character then other than the Keepers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Garrus, everyone's favourite character is Garrus, isn't it? Well, it's mine. <laughs> should we yeah. just leave? Should I we just Garrus. like accept that Garrus is in in his own tier? I think that's already been discussed on this pod on this podcast before by you and Sud. <laughs> Put was. Garrus in the in the SS tier on his own, and then and then you can have your favourite character below that. <laughs> Man, I love Garrus so much. Yeah, Garrus and Liara are the best for me. Yeah, yeah, I I love Garrus bro basically he's yeah. like he's always got my back i always let him let him win the snipers to like competition but he's amazing oh, yeah. he's, he's so so good and and like in one he's okay but it's in two like in mass effect two and then three where he really like comes into his own but yeah, yeah he's yeah. just he's just just a really he's just amazing is garris he's so well written and 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 like he's just so badass yeah he he's is, so badass he? so he's just Torian cool that's what i call it it's just Torian cool most people um, do like him to be fair as well i think like the majority of people i don't know many people don't like him if that any. many yeah i think there's one of my friends that said he 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 played mass effect one he hasn't played two and three um and he's like and he actually said i don't like Karis. and i'm like i'm sorry what <laughs> 
that I'm like, hold on, we have to reassess our friendship right now. <laughs> like, I was like, no, keep playing it. Get to two. Get to two. And like, and he's like, okay, okay, I will. So he's actually going to pick up, I think, legendary edition. Nice. But yeah, I love Garrus, and then I love Liara too. Um, yes. she's amazing. She's so, so her character development from one, two, and three, like. She probably has one of the the biggest character development arcs, I think, across across it. Because like she goes quite naive in like one and a bit socially awkward. <laughs> like yeah. she's not stuck on her Prothean dig sites forever. Um, but then like yeah, when she becomes, I don't want to say any spoilers, but yeah, with what happens in yeah, she's she's very very well voice acted as well. And Ali Hill is, is it that does her? Yeah. Um, she's incredible. And then I Tally and Rex. I love Grunt as well. I love the Krogan. <laughs> I love oh, the Krogan. Rex, yeah. Rex is just awesome. Like put a shotgun in his. I, I played it recently and I did um, Pharos, like where you you know you meet the Thorian for the first time and yeah. like his reaction to that is just hilarious. It's like oh. Yeah, you, know, you brought me to a fight ship, and I'm happy. Like, like <laughs> he, he doesn't care what's going on with the story. Just as long as he can shoot somewhere, it's, he's it's already, fine. he's all re- uh, already, he's always ready, even to drop bombs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, but yeah, and I like Tally as well. I think Tally's great. She's like a really, Tally. really, really good yeah. character. Um, but it's just funny, isn't it? It's like all you ask anyone, it's it's the alien characters. Mm. There's, there's never much love for like Caden or Ashley I really don't or, like Caden. Do you not? <laughs> no. I, do you know what? I really wanted to like him because he's the same voice actor as Karth Onassi in Knights of the Old Republic. And I like, oh, yeah? I like Karth, but wow. I don't like Caden. Yeah, uh, I think he's just a bit dull. And like Jacob as well, he's the same. same with all the like, it's just a bit dull. You know what I mean? Like, as, yeah. as like, because I played Femshep, you know, as in my in my first playthrough. Because um, for me, it was just, as a girl gamer, it's just amazing Like to, to have like a really strong female character and whether you chose male or female it was the same yeah you know and both badasses yeah it was incredible and jennifer hale is just just amazing she's utterly incredible and um but like the romance options like for a a female like femme shepherd really jacob and 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 kaden really like (laughs) that's limited (laughs) yeah really limited so like they just be really really boring i just um... um I just romanced the most awkward characters in all of my playthroughs. So I did <laughs> one playthrough as obviously like my first playthrough was with male shepherd. And then I did another playthrough with female shepherd like later on to get the insanity playthrough in mass effect two and things like that. And I think in my female playthrough, I just ended up romancing Garrus <laughs> just for banter. <laughs> just because it's so awkward. It's like, it would never work. And it's exactly the same with the male shepherd. I romance yeah. Tally. Oh um, Yeah. <laughs> She's in a spacesuit and can't take it off. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, I think she removes the mask like once in in three. I think. Yeah. But yeah. Like it's great. Like it's just it, just Garrus is just so awkward. Like he doesn't know how to flirt and he doesn't know how to. And the bit where you do the dancing, I think in Mass Effect Three, isn't it? Oh yeah. The, the tango scene is just hilarious. So much fun. But I think I think people just like that because I think it makes them really endearing because it's like yeah. he clearly isn't you know. Garrus is good at sniping things. He's not good at romance, yeah. but it makes him more endearing. I think you know, just because it's out of his comfort zone. But that's what I'm saying. Like these characters, like we're talking about them, like they're real people. <laughs> like they're not, yeah. but like, but like, because we they're so well written and they're so well acted, and and it kind of brings them to life. And no, it's crazy. Agree. It's it's like 
Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that people love about it. They still yeah. talk about their experiences. Who do you Romans? What you know? What was yeah. your favorite scene? What was that? You know. The I think that's what makes it special. Most of the characters are all pretty much done well, in my opinion. Like I probably oh. touched on. I can't remember if I said it before, but yeah, there's not many that I don't like. I mean, I know I just mentioned Caden, but uh, yeah, well. Well, in terms of the humans, you've got to mention Joker. I think Joker's the oh, only rede- redeemable Joker's- human. I love our Joker. He's awesome. Yeah, great. I'd take him out with me if I could. I'd take him into combat his wheelchair. Imagine he needs some kind of spacesuit or something, like some kind of robotic spacesuit that just carries him around. I just have Edie there. (laughs) (laughs) Just taking everyone out. I love Joker. And he's voice acted by Seth Green. And Seth Green's amazing. He does a perfect job, doesn't he? Really just that that sass that he has. That's what I love about him. Like he's just funny, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Joker. I liked Miranda in Mass Effect too. Oh, I thought yeah, she was fair, really like good. Um, and Jack is just crazy. Yeah, she's crazy. She is crazy. <laughs> yeah, on a Renegade playthrough, she's perfect. <laughs> like on a Renegade playthrough, but yeah, like so. There are some good human characters, but the aliens are more. Yeah, they're just more, more interesting, aren't they? Let's just the are more interesting something new and different exactly exactly but yeah. um that's probably a good place to end the podcast we have discussed everything mass effect obviously with uh, n7k so we really appreciate you coming on and uh Thank where can you. where can people find you on any socials so, you'd like to plug yeah so uh you can find me on twitter uh really easy at n7k i kept it simple and short which is good <laughs> um i also have a youtube channel um which again is just n7k if you look it up on there um i do a lot of content i've been doing a lot of mass effect stuff obviously recently given you know given a legendary edition but i do tons of stuff on there and then i also stream on both youtube and and twitch uh, which you can get at twitch tv forward slash n 7 Kate. Perfect. And um, I'll put all the links in the description below as well for you. So oh, cool. Thank you. definitely click on them and check them out for sure. Um, and you can also follow the podcast on social media on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at ChatReachPod. You can also join our Discord. Links are in the description below for that too. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe and comment with your thoughts on Mass Effect, you know, the topics we covered. Uh, let us know what who your favourite characters were and stuff like that. Be good to know. And if you are listening to us on any audio platforms, leave us a nice view, pass on the pod. Again, help us to grow. Really appreciate it. So thanks very much for that. You can also follow me and Matty on social media. Where can people find you, mate? It's just at Matty Cheatham on Instagram. Lovely don't stuff. have uh, don't have anything else yet. <laughs> <laughs> just keep plugging that Instagram. <laughs> You'll be all yeah. right. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lel L E L three Ds at nine the M for Instagram. But anyway, thanks once again, Kate. Really appreciate it. good chat and uh, thoroughly enjoyed from me and Matty. I'm sure. So yeah, we hope to have you maybe on the podcast again one day soon. So yeah, I'd love that. That'd be awesome. You know me. I'm always up for talking anything gaming. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, maybe um, we'll have some Mass Effect news at E3. Oh I'm clutching God. the straws there. But yeah, anyway. I don't think it's likely, but it would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it would be, but uh, yeah, the time will tell. We'll see you soon enough anyway. Mm. But uh, wherever you're listening to this in the world, we hope you have a good day or night, and uh, we'll be back even next week to speak some more gaming news. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye, guys.